Hello, everyone. You're listening to the Lucky Star Show and Tell podcast, and I'm your host, Lisa Field, owner and director of Lucky Star Art Camp, a women's art and whole living sleepaway camp held annually on the banks of the Guadalupe River in Hunt, Texas. On today's podcast, I'll be talking with an instructor who's been with us from the start, Tiffany Schreiner. Tiffany knew from her very first yoga class that her life was forever changed, and for her, the art of yoga is a gift to be shared with all. Her Texas roots run deep, and the essence of that heritage shines through in her Cosmic Cowgirl yoga classes held on the banks of the Guadalupe River at Lucky Star. You can also find Tiffany leading yoga classes in her beloved Salado, Texas, or spending time with her precious kiddos. Her undying belief in each of our journeys to glisten and thrive beyond survival drives all that she is and all that she gives to each student, ages 2 to 102. Welcome to the podcast, Tiffany Schreiner. Hey, Tiffany, how are you? Hi, Lisa, one of my favorite human beings and souls on the planet. Oh, it's so good mm-hmm. to... To hear your voice and see your face. I know everyone else can't see you, but I can. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's been so, it's been too long. It's been too long for sure. I'm, I'm so happy to have you coming back to Lucky Star this year. You have been one of those that have been here from the start and it's been 10 years, Tiff. Can you believe it? I- I, I can and I can't all at once. I've got my Lucky Star hat sitting right here on my dashboard. I know they can't. <laughs> I've got it with me all the time. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, what an adventure it's been. Um, I've met so many uh, beautiful people, beautiful souls through Lucky Star that, you know, have changed my life and um, have just brought so much beauty and texture and uh, wisdom and joy and, you know, to my life. And so, you know, I just, I can't thank you enough for bringing me along since the beginning. And I mean, you and I obviously go way, way back. So yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that? um, I mean, do you remember when I was first, like first putting it together back in, I guess it would have been 2012 when I reached out to you. But um, I called you and we met at the Hunt store. Do you remember? And I was I like, do. okay, I have this idea. <laughs> and I want right. you to be involved. I want you to come teach yoga. Uh, and our babies were babies. <laughs> and I was pregnant with mine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, second one with my haze. Um, yeah. 2012 was a big year. Sweet year. But I knew the idea was just so needed and um there's you know it's it's so hard to explain how um how penetrating and how saturating and how immersive the whole experience of lucky star is unless you unless you allow yourself to just take that that leap of faith and 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 open the floodgates and let all that soul food in, right? That's right. So just so all the new listeners know, and I know that some of our longtime Lucky Star campers probably don't even know this story, but I'm from Corpus Christi and there was a point in my, gosh, I was early twenties 
when I had quit school for like maybe the second time <laughs> and <laughs> I had moved back home to Corpus and I had um, a little business where I would go around to different businesses and water um, and take care of flowers and containers and stuff. And there was this one store, Sister Sue's, that I really loved. It was an antique and gift shop and it was near near-ish downtown shoreline, um, downtown Corpus Christi and shoreline area. And, um, it, it was really cool. And I liked it so much. I was like, Oh, I kind of want to work here too, you know? So I started working there and one day Tiffany shows up (laughs) and you worked there too. We both worked there together and that's where we met. Yes. Um, I, um, loved working there. It was, uh, I was showered with just creative fairy godmothers the whole time I worked there. I was barely 19, I think, uh, 19 or 20. And, uh, everyone who worked there was just, um, you know, they had their own little niche of creativity and, um, being the only 19 year old in there, I, uh, I, um, was caught off guard, uh, because most of the women who worked there and had their boutique space in there, you know, were in their forties to eighties and, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and in walks you. And it was just, I mean, I felt like we both it, just this magnetic <laughs> pool of that's a true soul that I want to, I want to dance with right there. <laughs> and I actually, I think I even invited you out dancing. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, we we went to, what was that place in Puerto Rico? Sharkies? Is that what it's called? I think so. I think so. <laughs> yeah. Been a long time. Um, you know, and since then, and then running into you at the Wyo Ranch, you know, my family, yeah. uh, legacy there and, and just, and just being so, I feel like each time I've run into you unexpectedly, it's just been such, I know it has been such a gift in, um, very serendipitous. Yes. And, um, you know, every time I look at over our, when, when somebody sends me a picture or I just happen to come across our pictures of the last 10 years of memories at Lucky Star, I just, I just can't wait for more. I mean, it's, it's, um, there's no, nothing else like it. Nothing quite like it. You know, the thing about Sister Sue's that reminds me of Lucky Star that really, really um, felt good to me. And it was kind of, Sister Sue's was kind of my first exposure to it was like that really strong feminine wisdom. That place was run by some really awesome women. And uh, I mean, you know, it, you could just feel it when you walked in. They had, they had it together and they did it together and, and they were really, really something. And I, I'm, I'm happy to have had that experience there with them just to see that collaboration, you know? Yeah. And, that's, it's a, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then to have that kind of pour into what we, what we do at Lucky Star too. I mean, that's, that's what it's all about. It is. It is helping each other uh, 
helping each other see the beauty of our own souls. When sometimes right. that life can deliver kind of some murky waters, and uh, it 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 so so important to have your tribe of of women who help uplift you, whether that's one or two or legions, whatever it looks like in each chapter of your life. That's um, right. Tiffany, yeah. tell, tell everybody about your, where you grew up and tell, tell us that story of your childhood. Well, I certainly had a childhood unlike any other. Um, I was raised on the Wyo Ranch, not far from Camp Waldemar, just about 25 minutes. Um, I grew up with giraffes in my backyard and um, Axis and Wildebeest and um, my great-grandmother Myrtle Barton Schreiner um, is credited as, as, as the one who brought exotics to Texas and um, in an effort to rise from the Great Depression. Um, and my grandfather uh, was credited as and heralded as uh, bring, helping save the Texas Longhorn. Uh, many say that we wouldn't have them today without his life and legacy. And, you know, so that's on my dad's side. My mom's side, they built a beautiful retreat for special needs families and all families called Peaceable Kingdom in Bell County in the heart of Texas, really, right? Smack dab in the center uh, near Salado, uh, which is where I'm raising my babies now and um, along the Lampasas River. And so, you know, I've just been... Um, shrouded with and, 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 uh, surrounded by, um, Texas pioneers. And, um, I think because of that, uh, you know, I kind of sought to forge my own path and I certainly did so through yoga. <laughs> yoga was not something that anyone else in my neck of the woods was practicing when I jumped into it. And, uh, I have to say, I, I credit some luminaries, uh, in my circles, uh, for taking me and, and showing me, uh, the, the art of yoga and its healing capabilities, um, and returning to breath and, um, Stacy Wooster, one of our fellow instructors and one of my dearest friends in the world. Uh, she was, was, and is a huge part of that story for me. I think anytime you're having a really hard time returning to your breath and centering yourself, centering yourself is just so vital, helping to make sense of what's truly important and what's not. So I want to, I want to just go back because I've mentioned this before, and I think this is a, it's a cool connection that I don't want to skip over because, you know, this podcast is going to be around for a long time beyond just this year out there in the, in the ethernet. <laughs> and like, I think this is a cool connection of ours that we didn't even really know was a connection when we first met. But, um, my great, great, great grandfather, WDC Bernie, who was the first sheriff of Kerr County and his brother, um, who was the treasurer of Kirk County and they were both also Texas Rangers. Mm. It just, you know, it occurred to me one day when I was learning about all of that from, from my dad, that your great, it's a great, great, probably great, great, great grandfather, Charles Schreiner. They would have been 
they would have been here at the same time. You know, they would have been, you know, that they had to have known one another. And I just think that that is such a cool thing because I feel like that serendipitous meeting of ours back when we met in our early 20s, your late teens, was such a cool thing at that moment. But the way that we have run into one another kind of accidentally through Mm -hmm. the years and then have, you know, remained friends for all these years. I think we've got deep roots, sister. Certainly we do. And, you know, I think they, for me anyway, my perspective and my sort of heart's view of it is that, you know, it's, it's, it's beyond time. It's beyond, um, beyond sort of human expectation, you know, we have all of these, we have all of these, um, I don't know, uh, earthly experiences, but there's a, yeah. there's a, speaking of ether, <laughs> you said ether dead a minute ago. Uh, there's something in the ether leading us, calling us forward, calling us to become our best selves. And, uh, mm-hmm. I, I feel like our serendipitous meetings, uh, are, are a big part of that story. That's a cool thing. I love that story. Okay. So I remember that you were studying marketing for a while and then you ended up, um, I don't remember if you ended up working in that field or not. I mean, clearly you, anybody who owns their own business is doing marketing all the time. Am I remembering that correctly? Yes. Yeah. Uh, marketing communications. Um, and I worked for the American Heart Association for a while there. In- uh, and that was loads of fun throwing, you know, beautiful galas and gala gala people pronounce it differently. Um, and, uh, and really, um, rubbing elbows and, and getting to know the, the philanthropic souls of South Texas who really you know, just truly believe in, in heart health and, and keeping families ha- healthy and happy. And we used a lot of creativity in our campaigns there um, from, you know, spreading seeds of knowledge. Uh, one of our campaigns was, I think it was spreading seeds of knowledge uh, about heart health in regards to heart health. And we sent blue bonnet seeds to everyone <laughs> uh, in the campaign. So with all of this heart health That's information, cool. but you know, you don't, that doesn't happen anywhere but Texas. Um and I, I helped spearhead that. And, um, and yeah, and then, you know, just with uh, my my ties in the philanthropic world of, of you know, for me, I, there's, I really can't dive into much unless I feel like there's heart behind it. I'm not a, I'm certainly not an Excel spreadsheet, just take home a paycheck kind of, kind of creature. Um, I am, I'm much more abstract than that. And, you know, coming into my forties now and, and being a mom of three Harper and Hayes and Hutch, my little Hutch just started first grade. Um, you know, uh, I'm in a, I'm certainly in a state of reevaluation. I'm reevaluating how I want the next 20 years to look and, and, and where and, and how that best nourishes my, my soul and, and more importantly, the souls of my babies. Um, and you know, Harper, that said Harper, 
you know, she's now 15 and, um, I named her after Harper Lee, uh, who wrote To Kill a Mockingbird. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, she, names obviously mean a lot to me. <laughs> the name means things. Um, and I think as a creative, if you're, if you, you know, that, that resonates with a lot of creatives. Um, but, you know, she's going to be off to college in three years and, uh, be me and the boys after that. And I just, you know, I've, 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 they've had a lot of yoga, but they need, uh, the great outdoors. And so we're definitely delving into that as much as we can in the tech age that can be a little more challenging than it was when you and I were growing up, but, um, we, Oh, I know it's funny. You're saying this. I've been thinking this too, you know, Harrison's a senior this year and I, I mean, I can feel the minutes slipping away. It, it's, it's almost painful how quickly I can just, you know, see the time passing. And, um, that has been really strong on my mind. Like, I feel like I really want to take him and a group of friends and go out to big bend or something this fall. And just like, we've always been into travel and camping and national parks and all of that stuff. And I just, I just want more and more and more time like that with him and, 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 and Emerson too. And, um, of course, our, our, I've already seen how it happens with our older set of kids. You know, now they're all working and they have their own lives going. And as much as we still get to see them right now, I just know that, you know, the older they get, the more complicated life gets. And, and as they start getting married, I know it's going to be harder and harder to get that time with them. So, yeah, as a mother of of all the ages of kids, <laughs> like, I feel like I've got this big span of time, 16 years apart. Um, yeah, I know what all those little old ladies that would come up and grab my cheeks mm-hmm. when I was little and being introduced to my grandmother's friends when they would say, my, how time passes or time flies, you know, all those little things. I totally get that now. I feel it. Me too. In my bones. Me too. I feel it. And, uh, and that said in order, you know, it's the old cliche, can't pour from an empty cup. So if we're going to keep pouring into our babies, we got to pour into our own cups too. And, you know, luck you are so great way to do right. that. Yoga is a fantastic way to do that. And, uh, so what did yoga do for you when you first discovered it? What did it teach you? What did you discover about yourself and the practice? I would say so many things. It's, it's hard to put into a succinct little nutshell here. But, you know, the first things that come to mind are my times in Shavasana. Um, Shavasana for me is the most vital part of a yoga practice and it's, you know, it's the rest and the reset. It's a death and a rebirth. And if you call to that, which you believe in, um, for many of us, it's God. And, um, for many, it's Jesus and guardian angels and whatever it is for you. Um, I have found much, much of my life's clarity there when I go into 
Shavasana asking for clarity and guidance, uh, whether it's about a creative project or loving my babies or making a big decision of any kind or to whom should I gravitate about a particular endeavor. Um, Shavasana is, to me, a portal that can help us tune into ourselves and our own inner compass uh, and and where beautiful, magical things can happen if we can let our souls get quiet enough to hear them. I totally, totally get that. I am. Um, I miss yoga. I need to get back into the practice of yoga. That's something that I really want to do. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, for me, it's a time thing. Like I'm not, do- I'm not walking. I'm not running. I'm not doing anything, but working on lots of stuff, work, work right now and camp work and driving sister to and fro. She's got a pretty strong social life and soccer and all the things. And, you know, just what you're talking about right now, that moment when you can force yourself to, or, you know, give yourself the opportunity, I should say, to quiet your mind and do that practice for yourself. I miss it. I miss it so much. And I know the healing powers of, of that and of yoga. What, what else about yoga? Um, like, so, I mean, it can do so much for healing spiritually, mentally, but also for your body. Like talk to me about the physicality of yoga and what that can bring. Sure. Um, you know, it's, I, in my classes, I talk a lot about the balance between effort and ease and, uh, you know, we're all seeking balance. Um, I think that if you can strive in your practice and your physical practice, uh, I have found, you know, in, in seeking that balance between effort and ease, whether it's in warrior pose or, you know, um, any of any of the poses really uh, outside of Shavasana because that should that you set your intention that's your effort and then you melt into ease there but beyond that you know um, it's it's setting setting yourself on a course to to find that balance um, to engage the muscle strength to become more aware of your body and its strength especially us mamas I mean we literally usher life into the world and um, we got to take care of, of these bodies that have given so much life. Um, so as far as the physicality, I would say it's a, it's a, it's a return to seeking the balance between effort and ease over and over again. And that's why it's called a practice <laughs> because you're practicing it. Um, and how that metaphorically can help open pathways in your mind uh, to find more ease in your effort. 
So tell everyone about your classes at Lucky Star. You're our evening yoga instructor, and it usually happens in a really cool spot. Mm -hmm. Tell us about your class. Well, I'll say that some people have spotted unicorns during the class. Let me leave that. (laughs) (laughs) They're these white horses that visit the opposite side of of the river there, and when it's misty and raining, they seem to look like unicorns to many. Uh, I'm not one to negate that very strong possibility. Um, um, yeah, I mean, there, there are classes for, for all levels. If you've never, ever even thought about doing yoga and you want to give it a try, you are welcome and you will uh, most very likely feel at ease in these classes. Um, I teach in a multi-level format. So even for the most advanced practitioner, you have space and, um, invitation to, to practice at your own level. Um, it's there as, um, as an opportunity for you to tune in to your heart's calling and, to the legacy that, that you want to uh, continue or or begin crafting um, and, and how you might do that. And so, you know, I, I, I teach in, in metaphor. I speak in metaphor. And so I hope that it, um, I hope and my aim and my wish is to, to impart that gift um, to all who come to those classes and, and then how that resonates in their lives. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a class for unwinding and building strength. Well, I like that. That is certainly what it is. Building strength in, in many ways. And, uh, okay. So the, the spot at camp where if the weather's right, where you get to do your yoga class is down on the river, just for everyone who hasn't been before. It's called the pier and it's like almost like a little amphitheater kind of area that's right down on the river, on the water. Mm-hmm. And you're lying there looking up at the, these giant cypress trees that line the banks of Adjust- the river. Mm-hmm. They are. And then, yeah, sometimes as you're doing yoga, these horses from the neighboring property come down and start splashing around in the water. It's just the coolest thing ever. Last year, uh, Waldemar had had a photographer out during lucky Star, and he actually got out on a kayak and was able to catch some photos of your class from the river, you know, looking back towards Waldemar. And that was a really cool thing. Yeah. It's just, it's a, it's a magical space and it, like Tiffany said, if, if you're out there and you're coming for the first time and you're wanting to do yoga for the first time, or if you have been practicing yoga forever, you can find a place in Tiffany's class for sure. She's, she's great. Yeah. And we, we call it, we call it, cosmic cowgirl yoga and that's right uh, it's you know the spirit the pioneering spirit of a cowgirl uh amidst the magic of the cosmos and 
you know, unlimited, unbridled potential. <laughs> I love that. So Tiffany, where, what, what are you doing these days? Where can, where can we find if If someone's in Texas, in central Texas, and they want to catch a class with you, what's the best way for them to find you? What, Oh, I'm all over, as you would imagine. Um, I'm, you know, I'm teaching classes in Georgetown, Texas, and Salado, Texas, and a lot of private uh, party kind of um, custom tailored classes, um, bridal parties, and um, but I'm at Barrow Brewing in Salado along the Salado Creek, and um, you know, teaching uh, just kind of all over Central Texas um, whenever mama life allows. <laughs> um, and, uh, if anyone wants to find me, they can, they can email me directly. They can also find me on, you know, Facebook or Instagram, uh, Tiffany Schreiner. Um, I What's feel your Instagram handle. Oh, I have several, but the well yeah. TX is the best one. The well TX. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you for your time and know how valuable it is. And I appreciate you. I appreciate your friendship. I want to get to spend some time with you. I miss you. I know. I miss you too. We got to get our babies together. Yeah. Make some plans. Well, thank you. And I can't wait to have you at the tent anniversary year. I can't, I can't believe it. It's been this long and I'm so glad to have had you by my side through the whole thing. Well, I am honored beyond honored. And, um, I can't wait to see all the, um, all the creations that come from this year. And, um, and, you know, I always look forward to our cosmic campfires each night and, <laughs> uh, just seeing all these these beautiful souls um, come together it's uh, it's a gift and if you haven't given it to yourself now's the time jump on jump in it's quite a ride <laughs> for sure alright Tiffany I've got one last question for you I ask every guest this at the very end of our podcast it it is about show and tell. If you had something to show and tell right now, what would that be? Is there anything special? It can be anything that you want to share. Well, I've been for quite some time um, writing a book about a cosmic cowgirl. And so I'm still working on that. I would show pieces of that. Um, deeply inspired by my Harper and also by my Hayes and my Hutch, my babies, you know, our children, I think so many times are our greatest source of inspiration. Um, but it, 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 there are pieces of lucky star in this book. Um, I'll say that. And, uh, and I can't wait for it to, to be shared with the with world. All, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, very much so. And, uh, I just, I thank you so much, Lisa, for, for the gift of, of your love and your effort and your blood, sweat, tears, and stardust that you've poured into Lucky Star over the years. Um, thank you. Gracias, mi amiga. Y gracias a ti, mi amiga. Mm. 
All right. Well, thank you so much, Tiff. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Can't wait. Bye. Lucky Star is a women's art and whole living sleepaway camp that takes place each fall in the Texas Hill Country. For dates and more information about our upcoming camps, visit our website at www.luckystarartcamp.com or find us on Instagram at Lucky Star Art Camp.